is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck nation. Today I have a very interesting guest who is a friend of mine for a while, and I have seen his work all over the new feed. And I'm like, I have to interview him because the way he present his video, the way he explain about how he works, though very interesting. So, um, please welcome Scott Whitney with me today. Um, he's the owner and executive producer of Whitney Media Production, and yeah, he helps um marketing, doing videos, small business, doing video, or even settlement video for attorney. We will get to that. How the difference? So, thank you so much, Scott, for joining Get Unstuck Radio today. Thank you, Matita. It's it's this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. So I'm really I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just like DM you and then hey, please join my podcast because I really want to speak with you. <laughs> no doubt. And here we are. Here we are. So before we get there to what you are doing this day, can you tell me how you started your entrepreneur journey? Oh my gosh. Um, how did that start? So. I have been in this video production industry, you know, my entire life. Um, it, well, my entire my entire adult life, my entire you know adult career. Uh, you know, I didn't start out as a cameraman when I was like five years old or a video producer. You know, so um, yeah. So when I got into uh, you know college. I was just kind of interested in something that was going to be creative. I, I wasn't sure exactly what that was going to be. Um, I thought about, you know, writing. Um, I thought about, you know, like journalism. Um, you know, I thought about, you know, being an author. Uh, just, but I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something where, you know, I would create. And so I got enrolled in like uh, video production classes and I thought, you know, this is pretty interesting. Um, and I was also like on the college radio station. But um, yeah, so I, I started along my journey where, you know, it was kind of traditional. You know, I worked at a television station uh, for like four years. Uh, I worked at a corporate facility producing like corporate videos uh, for another company after that for like four or five years. And then um, and then like nine or 10 years into doing what I was doing, um, I kind of felt burnt out and I was living in Florida and I decided, you know, what what can I do that will really kind of, uh, you know, spark my batteries and kind of recharge things. And so I moved to New York. And okay. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody in New York. 
and uh, I got enrolled in some uh, film classes and I just lived in the city for, you know, like a year and um, worked on some music videos. And so that was a kind of a great experience to just kind of recharge me and kind of get me in a, a in a different, you know, direction. And so uh, the following year, I moved back to my hometown, uh, Orlando, Florida. And from that point on, I had heard people saying, I had heard people saying, you know, uh, you know, I'm a, I, I work in a freelance capacity, I, you know, as a freelance writer or as a freelance, you know, whatever. And I thought, you know, there's no reason why I can't try that or, you know, do that. And so um, I started down that road where I was like a freelance camera operator uh, for a number of years and probably and like a freelance video editor. Um, and I was doing a lot of work for like corporations and stuff, but um, probably, gosh, maybe another 10 or 12 years into that, I thought, you know, I'm going to start my own business. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stop working for, you know, like this, it was a bank that I was doing a lot of videos for. I, I'm going to, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to work with all kinds of different, like small businesses, nonprofits and stuff like that. And that's where I really kind of felt like I found my you know niche where I could work with a lot of different businesses that had all kinds of different objectives and goals. And, you know, like my first two years of doing that um, were very tough. And that was that was in 2010 uh, when I started that. And, you know, it's just like you just, you know, every year you make more contacts, uh, you meet more people, you do better work than the year before, uh, you learn things about, you know, like your business, you learn things about yourself, what you're, you know, some of the things that you're good at, other things that maybe you're not so great at. And, and so like this year, you know, this year's my, my best year, you know, um, ever. And I, you know, I just, I'm, I'm happy. Um, I attribute it to, um, you know, a lot of, uh, good fortune. I attribute it to, you know, um, you know, doing good work, treating people the, the way that they need to be treated. Um, I mean, it's just a, so many combination of things and, you know, my own faith too. It's like, you know, everything just kind of comes together. Yeah. I believe also that time will tell like sometimes that's like we we can look ahead though but we not really know what is coming very true very true it's like i mean i went through you know some some difficult times and you know it's it's no cliche it's like those things you know you you'll either learn from it or you know or, you know, you can retreat and, you know, everybody's journey is different. So, you know, you don't have to consider yourself a success if you want to work for, you know, a, a, I mean, you don't have, you don't have to think any less of yourself if like this journey doesn't work out and you work for, you know, a business or a company, you know, it's just being happy within. You know, that's, 
that's the whole key, you know, to life, you know, whether you, whether you find that happiness working for yourself or, you know, working for, you know, another, you know, business or company that, you know, you respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you learn so much, you know, about yourself along the way. And mm-hmm. I just, I love it every day. Every day is something new, you know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like the more I work with others, the more I find myself, like I know more about myself that this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what I'm good at. And this is not actually something I I'm, I thought I good, I wasn't. So yeah, I mean, be, this is something that I discovered recently as well. Um, the further the life, along with the further the business, they always come up with different set of problems. And without you having been through that, you may not see the path moving forward, like what's supposed to be going or would be easier or expected to be something like that. Like, these are something that are of our control, right? Yeah, um, I mean, like in business, and I haven't always, I mean, I've, I guess I've considered myself as, you know, more of a creative and not necessarily like a, you know, business person, but, you know, you really need to think about, you know, being a business person, you know, you, you have to, you have to learn, you have to go through different courses to kind of build that area up. If you think of yourself as strictly, you know, a creative and, you know, I I think it's a combination of things as far as kind of, you know, building some of that acumen. um, And then also, you know, just recognizing, you know, when, when you are in business um, and you're dealing with, you know, new clients or whatever, it's like, you got to be able to recognize, you know, the, the red flags, you got to recognize, you know, different warning thing, warning signs that it's like, okay, this, this doesn't compute. And this is kind of putting a, you know, a bad feeling in my gut, you know? Uh, so, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, kind of trusting your instincts where it's like, okay, this, you know, this isn't a client that, you know, I really want to work with, or this industry isn't necessarily a good fit for me. And, you know, you learn those things along the way too. And I'm fortunate. It's like, I think most of the clients that we work with, you know, just have just amazing uh, relationships with, but even every now and then, you know, every now and then there are, there's a client that will come up and it's like, yeah, I mean, you just kind of feel it from the very beginning. And, and again, I consider myself blessed that, you know, I don't really run into those situations a whole lot, but when they do, it's like, you got, you, you know, you just have to adapt and you have to kind of figure out, you know, you know, if this is somebody that you actually want to work with. So you mentioned that you you consider yourself as more creative person. So if anyone listening here right now and they are like, okay, I'm creative too. I'm, I'm like um, designer, brand designer or like the part that is like more crafting. How can they mm-hmm. like feeling confident with them themselves that should we start as freelancers or should we start as like just selling our service? Yeah, um, I think it all really starts, you know, with, 
relationships. I mean, that's where it all starts with. It's like, you know, we can love our work, but if we're not meeting people, people aren't going to find out, you know, about us. So, you know, we have to get out in the community. Um, I think, I think some of the things that, um, that I would probably tell, you know, a, a young Scott Whitney, somebody that was just, you know, like getting started. It's like, dude, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta get out in your community. You know, you gotta meet people. Um, so whether that means, you know, joining, you know, a chamber of commerce or, or some other group that, you know, may resonate with you. I mean, even if, um, you know, try to figure out what your interests are and see how you can kind of tie that in. I mean, your outside interests opposed to just whether you're a graphic designer or whatever, you know, what is it, what's, in, what's going on in the, in the community that's important to you? And if you find something important, get out there and try to make a difference. And in the process, you know, you can talk to people as far as, oh yeah, you know, I'm a graphic designer, you know, I create logos, you know, I do, you know, websites, I, you know, I do whatever, I do video. Um, so it's like the more connections that we all have, it's like, you know, this connection will lead this way. And then it's like, you know, it's, it's this big web, you know, it's just like this big web of, of people that you meet, you know, in your network. And it doesn't have to be awkward. You know, it, I, I wouldn't recommend, you know, passing out, you know, as many cards as you possibly can, <laughs> you know, it's like meet people organically, you know, treat people right, help people, you know, try to give before you get. So, you know, these are all things that are super important. I remember a conversation maybe like, I don't know, I mean, 25 years ago, and I was talking with somebody and they were telling me, you know, you got to get your own clients. I said, oh, get my own clients. I mean, why do I need that? I mean, I just want to do some work, you know, I mean, you know, another production company or another, you know, whatever can hire me. But that was like some of the most useful advice that somebody was trying. They were trying to give me. And I thought that it was just like ludicrous at the time, you know, I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, relationships, relationships are the lifeblood, you know, of our businesses. So we have to get out and meet people organically, authentically, and just, you know, show how, you know, we can help another business, but, you know, just do that with generosity in your heart. So it's come back to why you chose video to be the vehicle for you to show your work to the world or making impact. Yeah. Why did I, um, I think it is, I think it is just the way that the way I, I felt comfortable about expressing myself. Um, I thought that I could do it, you know, through the lens of a camera. Um, I mean, there's so many different things that, you know, I was interested in. Um, and I wasn't quite sure. I wasn't quite sure as far as, you know, how I could make a living, you know, like writing. I mean, that's, it's, 
there's plenty of ways, you know, there's plenty of ways to, you know, live, you know, well, and, you know, if you're a good writer, but I just wasn't quite sure, you know, of that path. Um, and, and it made more sense as far as, okay, you know, I can do video, I can work at a television station, you know, um, and actually, I also had another influence, my, my older brother, um, and there's a number of years that separate us, but um, I, have, I have two brothers and I have two sisters. And my oldest brother, who's you know, like 13 years older than me, he worked in the broadcast industry. And so, although I didn't really, wasn't around him all that much you know, growing up, I thought, you know, that's something that looks kind of interesting that, you know, I think that, you know, I could do. Um, his path was much different than mine, where he worked for, a, you know, a business for whatever, 30 or 35 years. And I knew that I didn't want to do that. You know, I wanted to do something totally different. So when you think about video, what is the first thing in your mind? Um, when I think about video... I think about the moments that you can build in a video that will resonate, you know, with your audience. Um, I think that and it depends on the type of video that you are creating. Um, but, you know, video should, it should reach your, the, the viewer, you know, just that one person that, you know, that this business needs to connect with, whether it's a a customer or a donor or whatever, you know, it, it needs to connect with them on a logical level and it needs to connect with them on uh, an emotional level where you get some kind of reaction, you know, from them and, you know, they can learn something along the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, getting back to what I said, you know, if, if we are producing a video for a nonprofit, then, and, you know, anytime that you are asking somebody, you know, for money, you better make them feel something. So, you know, if, and that's, that is the power, that is the very unique, unique power of video, um, where you can create something and you can create these powerful moments you know, through somebody just opening up, you know, their heart, where they're talking about, you know, like in, in the case of one of our clients, uh, we just did, we just did a project um, about human trafficking. And I was five feet away, you know, interviewing a woman that was trafficked for a good part of her life. And I mean, she talked about just how horrible, you know, of an experience that was and everything that she went through. It's just like just these unimaginable, you know, things. Uh, but that was her life. And so, you know, it's like when I'm interviewing somebody, you've got to show empathy for their story. Uh, you've got to show that, you know, you care so that somebody feels comfortable enough to be vulnerable 
and to open up. And when you can collect that and then you add like music in, uh, or, you know, you show some, you know, some other, you know, another cinematic, you know, shot, something that's just, you know, moving. Um, you put all these elements together and that is going to create something that is going to make people feel in their heart um, that they need. They, they're watching this one person and they're experiencing you know, that's what video does. It, it takes you inside somebody's world because, you know, we can't experience it ourselves. You know, we're, we're, you know, we're not at this matrix, you know, level, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer and closer. Um, but that's what video does. It takes you inside this world so that you can feel it and experience it. Um, and it creates a, uh, you know, it creates a call to action. This episode is sponsored by Mutita Clothing, like what I'm wearing right here. So if you are a petty sized lady who are looking for high quality apparels as well as a neat cutting and premium pattern, check it out at mutitaclothing.com so that you can be simply elegant by no time. Let's get back to the episode. Yeah, like in many... Let's say that in case um, anyone watching any advertisement and they not even understand the language, but you can feel that. Like, yeah. I get what you mean. Like, you can feel that. I even cry one of the advertisements in French, even. I'm not even no French, but like, I can feel that. So that's really makes sense. Um, do you mention about creating the moments and everything to, to give the audience experience and engage with it? So how authentic that has to be why authenticity is really matters in work in creating this video are you saying how often does it happen um, um as in the story itself yeah as in the impact that um the let's say the storyteller walk us through the way or the plot itself yeah does the, the audience know the difference of making it and the real stuff? Um, yeah, so I would say this. Um, and I think, I think, you know, our specialty is more based on, you know, like documentary stuff mm. um, in terms of, you know, I, I would say by and large, you know, like 95% of the projects that we produce um, are documentary, you know, style where this is the, the real deal. This is somebody's life. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm just asking though, because I'm, I'm just like interesting that and how it leads you to do the settlement victims in the Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's you know really it it goes hand in hand uh it's it's kind of the same kind of work mm. so um yeah yeah so it's like i i got introduced to this probably about i don't know three or four years ago where um where a uh, a family friend 
had recommended me to um, to a personal injury attorney uh, in the state. And so he was dealing. So this this attorney had a really um, he he had a, a case where I mean, it was a real tragedy. Um, it was a couple and you know, it was a Friday night and they had gone out, they'd, you know, had dinner, had, you know, seen a movie. They were coming back home, um, you know, just a, just an innocent Friday night, you know, just, you know, spending some time together. They came home and a, a drunk driver went through a red light going 55 miles an hour and crashed into their vehicle um uh killing the wife and so it's like you know i mean this this the person that did this um you know it became it became a huge ordeal uh because you know it was like a, a wrongful death case and it's like the attorney is trying to represent uh, the victim, you know, whose spouse has died. And on the other side is, you know, it's just, it's just unfortunate. It's first off, you know, it's unfortunate that any of this, you know, has to happen as far as, you know, just, you know, a death being involved and stuff like that. But, you know, you got the attorney, you got the insurance company and it's like, they're trying to they're trying to reach some type of you know settlement and you know there's no amount of money that is going to ever rectify something like this because you know like you know these people they probably had 30 more years of their life you know uh, to live and they were happily you know they were happily married and they had been you know married for like 20 years um and so the, the attorney wanted to tell that story uh, through a video and so that he could present to the insurance company, you know, look, this is how this person's life has been impacted. This is what this other person meant to their spouse. So, um, so I went and I interviewed I, I interviewed uh, the the spouse, and um, you know, I mean, they just talked about how everything, you know, how much this other person meant, and you know, we told that through you know interviews. Uh, we told that through all of the different cards that had been exchanged, where they actually, you know, they kept all the birthday cards, the Valentine cards for like. 25 years, you know, and love letters. So, um, so we created a video. Um, and then that led that that led to a $2.25 million settlement. Um, and again, I mean, no amount of money is ever going to bring that person back to life. I mean, it just isn't. Um, it, it might, and, and this person was injured in the accident as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, that money is going to help them, you know, with, 
you know, different things, you know, through the rest of, you know, their life. But yeah, and so, you know, that led to, you know, another case with a with another client and just so we've been doing a lot of those because mm-hmm. we've been helping, you know, people and uh just this year um we've worked on like four of those for very 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 significant um cases where people died or people were seriously injured you know in an accident we worked with um just this this uh this one woman she lives in new jersey and we did a zoom interview with her she's like 25 and her life is never going to be the same again because um it's just it's just terrible it's like she needs she needs help every day just to get out of bed she needs help every day to get to the bathroom she needs help getting in the shower it's like her her life is never going to be the same so you know we we needed to you know, create a video to tell her story. So yeah. it's it's really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling my doctor sitting here listening to you saying this story. And let me just interject something. I, you know, I think it's it's easy. You know, it's easy for all of us to have, you know, you know, when we hear about attorneys or lawyers, you know, it's just like everybody everybody kind of goes back to these, you know, the, you know, the old lawyer jokes and stuff like that, you know, Mm. everybody, you know, we're always going to have like some kind of, you know, you know, stereotypes that go on, you know, inside our heads, but it's like all the ones that I work on, it's like, these people are really, really dealing with significant things that have made their life totally different so it's like i mean i consider it in honor i mean it's it's a it's a it's a terrible thing to have to do you know but it's actually i mean it's an honor for me to go and find out a little bit about this person and just to to try to share and present the things that they are going through yeah if I were you, it would be hard. How do you not? Oh, it, it's, take it it's extremely. It's yeah. extremely hard. How can you it's not take it hard. personal? You, it, it is. It, it is personal. It's like, and when I'm editing these things, it, it, it's like, I mean, I may have watched the clip thirty or thirty-five times, you know, but I'm trying to get things exactly right. And, um, and these are projects that I don't necessarily want to outsource because I feel like I have to be the person to, to share this story. Cause I was in the room interviewing them. I don't want to just pass it off, you know, <clears throat> but <clears throat> if I've been watching something you know, numerous, numerous times, and I'm still feeling something, it's like, okay, I I know that this is going to do the job. I know that this is going to do the job. Yeah. Wow. I think this is a skill that like, 
I mean, I have never experienced like those who doing documentaries, maybe one, but like not in terms of like people life in particular, but I think it's hard. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's very emotional. It's draining. It's, mm -hmm. it's draining. Um, and I don't, so I don't know if I could be invested in this, you know, like every, every day, I think it works for me where I have still a good mix. You know, my company has a good mix of projects where we can do marketing videos, you know, we can do a video for a nonprofit, you know, we can do a training video and we can do, you know, these projects. Um, these are definitely have, have, you know, uh, we've been doing more of them. I don't know if I could do them week in, week out. Yeah. You need to have that boundary to like recovery as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be deep and then you can go rapid hole with that. That's the thing. Like, yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's step back. Um, <laughs> does, does each project of video starting the same way? Like how you like for marketing, for the training or for NGO, like your working process, are you starting doing the same way? Um, I think everything starts, um, you know, no matter what the project is, everything starts with a discovery session um, where you know, I'm either in a Zoom session or I'm in person with somebody where I can really find out, yeah, you know, more about them, uh, you know, or if it's a if it's a company owner or a marketing director or you know an attorney. I just want to have a broader understanding of what is going on so I can process that and then talk to them you know in that meeting as far as okay so this is the problem you know how can we you know how can we fix it because that's what video does i mean in a nutshell video solves problems it's it's not just a matter of creating something pretty and dressing it up it out the door uh video should be produced to solve a problem and so whether that's a marketing video okay so you know you know what does this company need to accomplish you know what are the set of objectives what's going on um so you know i just try to learn more about them you know the things that they're encountering um and the same like with you know like training you know i mean what's going on within that company that they need this. And so they, and that's the thing that I also love about video is just the, it's, it's a collaborative, you know, it's, it's, it's very collaborative. And I love working with, you know, businesses where it's like, you know, I can help them uh, or I can help, you know, an HR director, you know, solve a problem. But I, I love that give and take where I can learn, we can kind of put our heads together 
And then from there, so that's always going to be the very first step. And then from there, it might be a matter of, okay, you know, who am I going to work with? You know, what kind of crew do I need to bring in? You know, generally it's a kind of a small crew, but, you know, figuring out who's going to be best suited, you know, out of like, say my camera operators and, you know, technicians and stuff, who's going to be best suited to this particular project? Uh, or am I going to be shooting this just myself? Mm. Um, and I mean, sometimes that happens. Um, and then it's a matter of, so if I know, okay, this is the message that we want to deliver. So it's either going to be in, if I know that we're going to be interviewing, if it's say like a brand video for a company, and I know we're going to be interviewing like three or four strategic people within the business to, you know, deliver that content, you know, authentically. Um, then I'm going to start to craft questions where when, when we are shooting and we are, you know, interviewing people for this brand video, I know what we want to deliver. So I'm going to create the questions that's going to get that content out. Mm. Um, yeah. So that is always going to be something that is going to happen in what we call pre-production. So, you know, you got your discovery session, you got, you know, your pre-production after that, where you're, you're trying to figure out who your crew is. You're trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to strategically deliver you know, that message. So, you know, it's just a matter of kind of crafting questions and then we go into, you know, production. Um, yeah. So that's generally the start. Yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love this industry so much, but I think it's like something that the more I know about this industry, like there are more things to learn, like everything changed like on daily basis, like new ideas, new techniques. I cannot, I can do nothing in that industry, but I just like watching YouTube and knowing these people because I think they are really sharp. The way you guys capture the moment are like something beyond like my level of understanding. Like many of my friends who are great photographers, they already have the scene in their head to capture it, right? Uh -huh. So. I can't do that. <laughs> um, I think I think the thing that I love about interviews, and I, I would consider that's where one of our specialties in terms of uh, like interviewing people. And the thing that I love about it is I may have in my head, you know, I I, I may think that I know, you know, how they might answer it. But I'm always surprised. Mm. I'm always surprised. And I tell you what, I'm glad when I'm surprised because generally the things that they are, that, you know, somebody says is going to be much better than anything that could possibly be written. Mm. Um, it just is. Uh, I mean, because, I mean, real life is real life, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's what, and everybody kind of puts their spin on it. I mean, whether, you know, I, I might be talking to somebody that 
renovates high-end kitchens and I can find out, you know, you know, why they, why they did it. And then, you know, they might start talking about, you know, growing up in New York with, you know, around, a, you know, Italian family and, you know, smelling their mom's cooking and their grand or their grandmother's cooking and the things that they did on Sunday, you know, on Sundays and like in anticipation of the meal, you know, I mean, that's good stuff. And that, and that happened. So that just makes the story, you know, that much more appealing. And, you know, the thing about, the thing about video is, you know, you hear it time in and time out, but it's true. It's like, you know, you, we want to do business with people that we know, like, and trust. And so what better way to get somebody to know, like, or trust somebody rather than to find out, you know, you know, more about them and, you know, why they love doing what they do. Yeah. So in case anyone want to follow your work, Scott, or like, work with you where can they reach out to you then so um i would say you know you can you can follow me on linkedin uh i i love i love being uh followed you know just reach out to me on linkedin so uh my personal profile is uh scott whitney so just you know um and you'll see i think i have you know small business brand expert. I, I'm not sure what my headline is this month. Um, it changes. Uh, and then, um, or you can follow uh, our company, uh, Whitney Media Productions. Uh, we're on, uh, that's on LinkedIn as well. You can go to our website, uh, WhitneyMedia.tv. Um, that's, you know, a good way. Uh, you can email me if you want. Um, and all my contact information is, you know, on the website. Uh, we're on Facebook, um, but yeah, I mean, look for me on LinkedIn, and I'd love to. I'd love to connect with anybody that's watching on LinkedIn. If anyone listening until now and thinking that hey, you want a video to solve some of your solution, don't forget to check out Scott with me. So thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck Radio today, Scott. Thank you, Matita. I appreciate This has been a real honor. Um, I'd love chatting with you. I appreciate you. Hey, I hope this episode inspired you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.